0: Thank you Hey, everybody. Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. I'm so excited that we get to be together. And, uh, you know, it hit me. I always say that, don't I? I always say I'm excited that we get to be together because I really am. I'm loving the idea that we have the, a way in this season of life to connect with each other and to uh, really begin to feed each other things we need to know that can make a big, big difference in your life. So I looked at for me. I love it for you. And uh, one of those that we talked about that was super exciting was we just had on both the podcast and church, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Uh, Dr. Leaf uh, just kind of blew my mind. Actually, she wasn't on the podcast, was she? Thank you, Tracy. She was uh, on Instagram Live, uh, which by the way, if you didn't see Instagram Live, there's this moment where she corrects me. Uh, and she was so neat how she did it. Like I, I was talking about the brain and I said, you know what? Uh, obviously you have a left side of your brain that's more logical and a right side that's more creative. And she goes, um, pastor Chuck, I don't want to be rude. Uh, but that's not true, which by the way, I had just learned that in one of my graduate classes. And so she said that, that that's obviously still being said a lot, but it's not a hundred percent accurate. But if you want to get a kick out of watching someone correct me, <laughs> I loved it. I love being wrong with Dr. Leaf and learning, which is what I got to do with her, uh, so much over last week. Uh, I, I love her mind. I love her thoughts. I love how she she's using the gifts that God has given her to make a difference in people's lives. And so uh, we wanted to uh, do kind of a follow-up based on some questions that came up uh, from her presentation, and that's what today's going to be about. And so we're going to talk about uh, the whole idea of managing your mental health. Uh, And so right now, I think that probably that's always important, but in this season, more than ever. Matter of fact, I don't know if you'd agree, would you say that uh, right now, that in this season, more than ever, we need to be careful and take great care to manage our own mental health. Uh, because I don't know about you, I, I'm trying not to uh, get the COVID, I heard it's called what, the COVID-19, <laughs> where you gain 19 pounds. Um, and uh, you know what is, I'm trying not to have that happen. So I'm trying to watch out for myself physically. Uh, so is my wife, Pam. And, and then um, I also want to watch out for myself mentally. Um, because I, I want to be able to, and, and you can manage that just like you can manage yourself physically. Uh, you can manage yourself mentally, which is a big part of what Dr. Leaf talks about. So what she gets at is this, is she talks about the idea that, um, the, the science is catching up with the Bible. So let me say that again. The science is catching up with the Bible. And, and the vast majority of things that intrigue me that we know about the brain have only been discovered since 1995. So the whole idea of neuroplasticity actually is kind of the late 80s when we began to realize that was true that, that your brain can change, your brain can heal, that you can experience uh, new things with your brain. Um, one of the other things that's so intriguing is this uh, Dr. Leaf says that when you understand the brain, you understand that when you get up in the morning, uh, you have new neurons that you can take advantage of, uh, that they're there, that it's the idea. And she quotes Lamentations two or or Lamentations three, 22 and 23 Lamentations three, 22 and 23. It says the Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases for his compassions never fail. And listen to the verse. They are new every morning great is your faithfulness. And, and what she applies that to is when you woke up this morning, your brain wants to take advantage of these neurons that are there so that you could have healthy thoughts and good memories and manage your mental health to be good and not bad. Now you have a choice, you have a choice. And, and one of the things she's big on, and I believe she's right about, matter of fact, I know she's right about is that the Bible teaches you have free will the Bible teaches you have a freedom to choose. She says your brain does too. You can't dictate your circumstances, but you can choose your reactions. Uh, You may right now, uh, I can make a choice to reconceptualize thoughts you have. So those toxic thoughts are done away with. So let me back up. So I hope I didn't lose you. You woke up this morning with new neurons. How are you using them? Are you using them for what your brain is meant for? because Dr. Leaf says that God wired your brain for love, for peace, for joy, for kindness, to be kind, compassion. And interestingly, we know that when people focus on those things, that their brains are actually healthier. Uh, that is wild. And then so she says your mind, which actually uses your brain as a tool, that your mind then can either make your brain uh, healthier or more unhealthy. And if your brain's unhealthy, you can actually make it healthier by getting rid of the toxic thoughts, which are things like complaining. By the way, I want to say that again. The Bible teaches complaining is a sin. And I want you to hear that. <laughs> a matter of fact, I feel like I do a lot of complaining about complainers. <laughs> Anybody else? Okay. Put it in the chat. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, I'm not kidding. But anyway, uh, but complaining actually is a sin. And when you complain, it's negative thinking that's toxic in your brain that actually physically damages your brain. And your brain wasn't made for that. It wasn't made to operate that way. The other one, I don't know if you heard her say it. This caught me, me right away. Irritation is not healthy. And actually your brain wasn't designed to have an irritation. You actually had to to have some form of irritation occur, which created brain damage. And so now you're irritable and that's not good. Holding grudges isn't good. Um, Worrying isn't good for your brain. There's a condition called learned helplessness, where one of the things I did learn, and it is true by the way, is that when you have, suffer from learned helplessness, if this is your brain, it actually shrinks. Uh, But the good news is when you start having faith, and optimism, which your brain's wired for, and faith and optimism always go together, uh, what happens is your brain begins to grow. So back to those brand new neurons, what are you using them for? Because she says God's compassions, God's loving kindness, God's mercy is new every morning. And she said a big part of that is that your brain now has the ability to take on new thoughts and, and creative ideas and, and kind things and loving things and faith-oriented things And so what happens is now in your brain, you're growing something healthy and, and over a 21 day period of time, you can actually map out or chart out that growth. And, and they said that you see it develop and see it be better. And your brain reacts to that because the mind has more power over the matter and your brain reacts to that. And now you're managing your mental health towards positive things. And so we need to remember what it says in Proverbs 23, verse 7. As a, uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So my thoughts determine who I am. And so my thoughts actually take up real estate in my brain. I'm quoting Dr. Leaf, So that the thought has actually, it's a protein within your brain. And it's actually has a physical property. And that thought always has a feeling attached to it. And it usually has to do with the choice. So how you think, how you uh, feel, and, and how you choose are a part of that thought. And so every one of those thoughts has something attached to it. And God wants good feelings attached to it. God wants good choices attached to it. God wants all those things. So you're managing your mental health when you think on the right things. And one of the things I try to tell people in counseling all the time is how you think affects how you act when it affects how you feel. So so here's the thing. If I wanted my feelings to be better, I need to think good thoughts. Which by the way, again, she said your brain is man is programmed for that a healthy brain thinks good thoughts, not toxic thoughts. Uh, and so, uh, what we need to do is realize that those toxic thoughts can have power, even when we're not thinking them and can hurt us even when we're not thinking them and they come back really quickly. Uh, uh, so you know what, if a toxic thought maybe is this, um, I'm of no value. Um, no one cares about me. Um, you know, I, I don't matter to anyone. Those are toxic thoughts, and, and so what happens is you may be in the store and, and, and a clerk who has nothing to do with who you are, maybe doesn't even know your name, uh, uh, says something uh, um, maybe quick or irritable or touchy. And right away, that thought comes back that says, I don't matter to anybody. But see, that's not true. You matter to God. I mean, Jesus loved you so much, he died on the cross for you. Uh, Psalm 139 says, God thinks about you all the time. And so what I want to do and you need to do is if I ever start to feel that way, it's because I'm thinking that way. And what I need to do is stop it and go, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have that toxic thought anymore. And, and so what do we do? We want to take every thought captive. Um, And so wherever you have toxic thoughts, you want to manage your mental health by taking those thoughts captive. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse three says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. And we are destroying speculations or thoughts and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And so as that that memory comes from your non-conscious to your conscious, you want to take it captive and get rid of it and destroy it. And and we're taking every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Now, here's the cool thing uh, is you can do that. And when you do that, what happens is your brain eventually uh, will either prune that thinking away, or you can go through a reconceptualization process and see it differently so that what happens is you turn it into something healthy and good. Uh, and, And that's something the Bible teaches you can do by taking that thought captive and then using it for good, doing what it says in James, where you consider it all joy, my brethren. When you fall into various trials uh knowing good things come from it's what he says knowing that something powerful is going to occur knowing god can turn it to good so that's a part of managing your mental health and and so in the morning, when you have these neurons that are there, you can start new, healthy thinking going. You could choose praise. You can choose, uh, optimism. You can choose faith, all of which your brain is wired for. And then whenever the, the bad thoughts come, the toxic thoughts come, you could choose to take those captive. And, and God says, you can change them. You could change them. And when you change those thoughts, you're going to change your brain. Uh, it's going to make you better. Now, what I've learned is that there are lots of ways to do that. Uh, uh, If you want to hear my Go back, I think it's in December, we have a podcast on mindfulness, which I walk you through how to do that so you can actually calm your brain and and get more peace and connect with God, which is the most important part. But then when those feelings come that aren't good, those memories come that aren't good, those thoughts rear themselves that aren't good, you could take those over and and get rid of them and get rid of them. And and we're in a time we can do that. We're at a time those things can happen. And, and it's really exciting to understand the neuroscience of what the Bible teaches and how the Bible actually shows how real this is and how true this is. See, in James 1.21, it says, Therefore, pulling aside all filthiness or those toxic thoughts and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, humble yourself before God, receive the implanted word which is able to save your soul. Wow. Implanted word that that clearly means to me. I can't imagine any other mean that I take God's word and I implant it in my mind. I implant it in my brain. And by the way, it takes up real estate. Memorizing Scripture, the Word of God, actually lives in your brain. And and here's what you do is is it saves your soul. It saves your soul. It brings all the positive things, not the negative. See, that's what God wants for you. And so I know for some. Um, we have uh, for everyone, we have struggles in unique ways in unique areas, Uh, which, by the way, I I want to deal with this one. Uh, One of the questions I I got was this. It was a really good question uh, is, Pastor Chuck, are you saying and is Dr. Leaf saying that you shouldn't take any medication? Um, And I want to tell you, I, I did not get to ask Dr. Leaf that question, but I can tell you I have a strong conviction that medication can be a really good thing when you have a really good doctor. And so uh, if you are someone who needs medication for depression, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means you need a balancing out of your neurochemicals and, and it's not easy to do. You need really good medical help, uh, but I would use it. I would get it and I, and I wouldn't feel bad about it. Just like we never would make someone guilty, feel guilty over being a diabetic and eating insulin, uh, we certainly wouldn't make someone feel guilty. Uh, if medication is something they're going to need for depression or anxiety, or um, maybe uh, some of the more heavier mental illnesses issues like schizophrenia or uh, uh, bipolar. Um, I know a a particular man that I love. And uh, when he's on his medication for bipolar, uh, he is incredible. He's at his best. And when he's off the medication, we can pretty quickly see that. And And so the medication is just something that helps balance things. I I would say just a matter of opinion, I think almost all medication for more of the mental health issues uh, need to be paired with good counseling, a quality counselor who can journey with you on that journey. Um, And in parentheses moment, get ready. It's never a good idea to cold turkey off any of that medication. So maybe if I don't say anything else on the podcast, that might be one of the more important things is... uh, Your brain is too complex. Uh, The chemistry um, is difficult to balance and understand. And cold turkey off is not a good idea. So you always want to be in contact with a caring professional who's going to help you through the process. And uh, you know what, again, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. You should say, you know what, Um, I'm going to consider it all joy that I live in a time where I can get help like this. Um, I'm going to work with the doctors and work with the counselors to help me get better. And then I'm gonna turn around and help other people do that too. Uh, and so you could be an incredible uh voice for God's healing and somebody else who maybe suffers from the same thing because uh in second Corinthians it says that God comforts us in every affliction, so we can comfort those who are in any affliction, uh, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And so you know what is I want to say, believe it or not, praise God. If you have a problem, have the courage to, to talk about it. I praise God for you. And then to be able to help people. And so can medication be a part of managing uh, mental health? Yes. Yes. Can exercise? Yes. Can eating right? Yes. Can getting enough sleep? Oh, for sure. That's like a big one. Um, but God's word, yes, makes a big, big difference. And, and so receiving the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. So God wants us to do that, which comes down to Romans chapter 12. In verse two, it says, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you may prove what the will of God is that, which is good and acceptable and perfect. So don't be conformed to the world, which usually has to do with toxic thinking, by the way, the world, by the way, I, I really do believe this, and um, I, I I just am so tired of watching the mean attitudes, the bitterness, the attacks, the denigration of people. By the way, even our enemies, even people we don't agree with, like, that just isn't okay. Um, and, and, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, do you know what the Bible says you do towards your enemies? It says you love them. You bless them, not curse them. Um, and, and catch this. So I have an enemy. You have an enemy. So I love them. I bless them. I don't curse them and I don't hate them. Notice what happens that I have no toxic thoughts, no toxic thoughts. I'm going to manage my mental health better. Uh, I'm going to be more available to God and, and who I should be. And best of all, I'll be like Jesus, Jesus who never reviled in return. When he suffered by an enemy, he never threatened them but he just kept entrusting himself to God. And so that's a way to manage your mental health is is to live like Jesus and to think like Jesus, to be in connection with Jesus and, and what he has for you. So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And see, isn't it interesting that we can reconceptualize thoughts and renew our mind? Isn't it interesting we can make a choice to love and not hate? Isn't it interesting we can choose joy we could choose praise and not optim and not negative attitudes and complaining. Uh, isn't it true we can make all those choices? And so You know what it is? We have that ability. So we would have faith. We would have optimism. We would have love. We'd have peace. We'd have joy and you'd have a healthy brain. And we know all that's true today. Not by the way, from just Dr. Leaf. I've also been a part of studying other neuroscientists and uh, people who study the brain and and they all end up saying right now the same thing about those things, Uh, which I think is so interesting. Not there aren't some disagreements out there, but overall they're, they're all most, mostly pointing To what I just told you to be true. And so we're learning that and discovering it. Uh, and it's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to manage your mental health. It's a great time, uh, to have the, the, in your brain, the negative things pruned away or reconceptualized and the positive things grow and your brain flourishes. And, uh, you know, what is, is tomorrow morning. You're going to have some new neurons to work with. You really are. And, and you can make sure and and read God's word and, and plant God's word. Uh, tomorrow I've got some new neurons to work with. You could choose to, to see the beauty in the world around you, which by the way, you are wired for, uh, to, to see how beautiful things are. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, you could turn on praise music and lift up Jesus tomorrow morning. Uh, you could actually go watch one of my sermons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that in the morning. Probably. I don't know. Um, but you know what is, is you could get those positive things in you and, and that's what God, God desires for you and wants for you. And I want for you too. So, um, how do you manage your mental health? Well, you know what, if that again, uh, is, is you can by, by choosing positive things, healthy things and, and, and healthy lifestyle and choosing day by day, morning by morning to make a difference. Remember what Dr. Lee said, 21 days of positivity like that will change your brain physically. 63 days will create a new habit that you will actually automatically go to. And uh, so that's what I know God wants for us. That's what God wants for you. And he's given you that ability. Now he's given you a choice whether you want to do it or not. And, uh, which goes to uh, a passage of scripture. And again, Dr. Lee quotes this one all the time, but it's a good one to quote. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 30, and it says this, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life that you may live, you and your descendants. And how do you do that? By loving the Lord your God by obeying his voice, by holding fast to him for this is your life and length of days. Wow. Wow. God says, guess what? I love you. Choose life or death though. You got a choice. Choose life. He says, choose life. Blessing or the curse. Choose blessing. And by the way, then when you choose the blessing, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get blessed. And when you get blessed, all the Crossroads family, what are you supposed to do? You're blessed to be a, what, a blessing. So when you get blessed uh, tomorrow, when you get up with those neurons, get blessed, then bless God and bless others. Bless God and bless others. So may God bless you. And uh, don't forget, I'll see you on Wednesday night when we talk about part two of how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And on part two is how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna talk about the actual process of opening yourself up to the filling of the Holy Spirit. And then um, we're gonna have an incredible speaker on Sunday. Abdu Murray, Abdu Murray. He is from Lebanon. He was uh, Islam- Muslim and conver- converted to Christianity. Uh, he worked in the Ravi Zacharias ministry, defending the faith. Uh, this guy is amazing. He's going to talk about something you do need to hear about, the cancel culture and how we don't want to be a part of that and uh, and how that's toxic. So hey, this don't forget, Abdu Murray will be this Sunday. <laughs> I almost said, you guys almost said Ravi Zacharias. <laughs> Ravi is in heaven, so not getting him this Sunday. All right. God bless you guys and see you later.